podcast for february 9th 2018 that's right we're back uh, a show more loaded than a gun in shelton benjamin's rental car i am here today myself lee with andrew hello and newcomer reed hello is this your first podcast ever probably just sitting yes. around talking into a yes, microphone it is my first okay. podcast ever but i do do youtube so it's not my first time uh, being on the airwaves you do YouTube? Oh, I do YouTube. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as, as every year, uh, the Royal Rumble brings you back in no matter how much you've been out of the product, uh, specifically speaking, of course, of WWE, because Wrestle Kingdom 12 was pretty fantastic, and I think all of us watched at least parts of it. Um, you, took, you took the time to finally watch Jericho. A little, and, little and, bit, yeah. 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 It was I watched, great. I watched snippets. <laughs> Yeah, like I watched uh, the the last two matches. I watched most of, uh, and then uh, the the Jericho uh, Omega match. I definitely watched all of. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Rumble results. We'll talk about Raw and SmackDown from this previous week. Uh, and we're recording in my new office, which has nothing on the walls. So if there's a tinny kind of we're inside a lead box kind of uh, feel to this podcast, uh, that's intentional. Um, <laughs> And you know, you could have picked any wrestling podcast to listen to, but you listen to one where the three hosts barely watch wrestling, uh, but are very opinionated about it all the same. Uh, so let's, you know what, let's uh, let's crack down on some news here first, uh, and then we'll get into the results, as it were. Uh, so Vince McMahon has reportedly handed uh, creative control to Triple H for 205 Live, which has been failing miserably. Uh, it's currently without a champion because he was a rapist or something. Uh, alleged rapist, uh, yeah, Enzo More, who uh, who went from Raw uh, to Two O Five Live, was apparently a big draw for them. Yeah. I, don't know, I, I really, I really am glad that Triple H is finally getting some main stage notoriety. Like we all, we all know NXT, we know what he yeah. does, but in this case, he makes a good he's, wrestling show, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he's and he's moving to like the next set because they're they are actively advertising Two O Five Live on the main show. I mean, it's part of the raw brand. Yeah. Whereas NXT still kind of flies to some degree under the radar because not everybody. Other than has NXT, it. 205 Live is their main roster regular yeah. streaming show, um, and and those guys are talented guys. Uh, they don't really get the time or the the storylines and stuff on the main show. Uh, and once they kind of parsed out 205 Live to to not being the what was it? It was like the third hour of, of was, SmackDown after talking Smack. Yeah, or SmackDown Light. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah, SmackDown Light uh, with smaller guys. Uh, bite-sized SmackDown, fun size. Well, now uh, they're going to be making it the way that it should have been, which right. is the CWC format, not character-based, which Vince McMahon thought because he thought that's the only way these guys are going to get over. They're from different parts. They yeah, got they, they got have different have, skin colors. They have to have personalities <laughs> and gimmicks, whereas their strengths don't rely on their characters and their promos. Their strengths rely on their wrestling right. work. The rest can come later. Yeah, Triple H taking over for this just makes perfect sense. Right, because he has tons of guys at NXT right now that. As much as I love Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano and Hideo Itami, they just—they're they're not little. strong. <laughs> they're not strong characters, and they're not strong promos on a roster where if you don't have a strong character or a strong promo, you don't get anywhere. Really. Well, like, yeah. well, like look, uh, as of a day ago, Forbes puts out a, an article saying the headline is "Oh snap, 
205 Live is actually starting to get good. Yeah. It took one week. <laughs> one week just, for things to change. I'm sure there. he's been thinking about it. <laughs> you just you send guys out there, you tell them to do what they do best, which is that flippy stuff that you see on the indies, but except now it's in WWE, and it makes perfect sense for these smaller guys. Well, yes. they start legitimizing it with uh, re- rebranded, renamed Drake Maverick instead of Rockstar Spud. He was great in TNA. Oh. <laughs> TNA, GWF, Impact. Yeah, like the the idea that a uh, a cruiserweight guy would have any chance of getting over to the like like AJ Styles is not a big guy in another universe. AJ Styles is a cruiserweight guy, but he just um, happens to be the best wrestler in yeah, the world. Like his, he, you know, he fights above his stature. Um, but, but Roderick Strong, who right. has no promo and no character, let's face it, he's going to do the best ever in 205 Live because it's a wrestling based program it definitely probably put a little pep in everybody's step coming up to the cruiserweight from NXT being like oh thank god um, that that you know crap that could emerge as a good show now that could be something you watch instead of one of these other shows yeah. just, just based on the storylining because we know Triple H is he is able to accomplish a lot with very little uh, just, just through through the booking and, and the smart stuff like booking that. Yeah. and consistent characters and con- uh, continuity Continuity, continuity, yeah. <laughs> yes, through continuity. So if someone interferes in a match, it's going to be brought up next week. No matter, right. what. it's not going to just be like, oh, we'll mention it like three weeks later. Right, which, which is something but, that all wrestling fans come to expect, where they're just like, well, why is this person partnered with this person, or now buddy buddy with this? Where literally last night, or the day before, or whatever, whatever. Can, can you honestly say you're surprised though that he's able to do this? I mean, really, the guy the guy who yeah. lives, breathes the business, I mean, a lot of them do, but my, my point being that the guy always asks questions, he always learns, he always has these new train of thoughts, like, it's, it's, it's calm, cool, collected, and he just watches things unfold and learns from them. We are NXT. NXT uh, is classic yeah. programming as far as wrestling goes, it's just done very well. Yeah. And that's just it. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, like I was going to say, the, the idea that a... Uh, a wrestler from the cruiserweight division could get over and even go after a main main event like main event picture kind of thing is just oh out the window like right people now. People saying yeah, oh put Ricochet up into the main roster right now. Have you heard that guy on the mic? He's yeah, awful. <laughs> he, no, I, I love Ricochet. He's one of the best in the ring. He can do stuff no one else can. But that guy has no character and no promo. He would not flourish on the main roster when you guys when you got guys like Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins yeah. and all these other guys that can put out good ring work. But they have good characters to back it up. Yeah. Yep. You got to have the whole package, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if Neville will come back. No. No. I think he's just burned. Hey Neville, that guy, that guy was like a rapist or whatever, so he left, and now Triple H is in charge. So remember NXT. Remember how you liked being in NXT. <laughs> um, yeah, but how many how many guys do they have coming up? They're 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 retooling. Too many. They have a lot right, of talent. Right now they're retooling NXT, and they still have a whole bunch that are probably ready to move. I mean, they just moved up a whole bunch of the women's division and that's still full. If yeah. Drew McIntyre didn't get injured at the, not this takeover, but the one previous, he would have been on the main roster. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. They got a lot of that guy. The, the like, middle-sized white dude with long hair. They got the Adam Cole. Oh, uh, Drew, Ma- the, Drew McIntyre. No, he's <laughs> a pretty big dude, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Adam Cole, but Adam Cole is someone that Vince himself has had his eye on for a while because he pretty much is the full package. He's a solid in-ring worker. He's not, you know, the best. He's not an AJ Styles, but he's good. He has good character. He's obviously over. If you watch the takeover, he came out. He just it. like Adam Cole, baby. Whole crowd just lit up. I get yeah. like I get a Shawn Michaels vibe from him. Yeah, uh, I think is what is the thing he would fit. Uh, but then you have your Bobby Roods and stuff that have kind of 
come up to the main roster with just an entrance. Bobby Roode's an okay wrestler. He's not blowing the, the roof off, so a lot of it comes from like charisma and <laughs> personality the and w- the look of the guy. He's the most um, WWE wrestler that wasn't in WWE. Yeah, I was looking at Andrew this whole time because I'm waiting for Andrew to be like, hey. No, <laughs> no, no it, it, it's true, but it's you... If, if, if you can service someone's abilities, whether it's you, you put a little more, you know, sparkles on them and they, you send them out and, and it's serviceable or you, you know, they're more of an, an in-ring performer and you tool them to that. It's just, it's all, it's all in how you present them. Right. You don't need, like for, for Bobby Roode, for me, you just need him doing his catchphrases and send them out. He's, he doesn't need to be anything more than oh, that. Oh yeah. He doesn't need to put out five-star classics yeah. and everything. I think that he just... Just turn him heel. I think his heel character, just, is, just like Sasha Banks, I think his heel character is I, much stronger than his face. And she's and she, there's there's rumors flying now in abundance that she's. I mean, if you watched Raw, you'd see she's turning. She's, she's against turning, the she, company or turning no, no, heel. She's turning heel. She's, <laughs> okay. she's, to me, it, it already sounds like she's turning heel. Cause she, she already did a little thing with Bailey on Monday, and uh, she pretty much just said, "You're never going to beat Oscar. You can't beat Oscar. You didn't beat her before. You're not going to beat her now." Uh, what, are you, if, what are you going to do differently? If the predicted WrestleMania matches are to be true, it's easily conceivable that they're going to do Bailey versus Sasha WrestleMania just because they have nothing else going on. Ah, right. good, another pre-show match. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's all I heard when he said that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, speaking of having uh, more talent than they know what to do with, uh, Jeremy Borash uh, has left uh, TNA for, for WWE. Uh, EC3, Ethan Carter III, I believe is his name, mm-hmm. uh, and Bobby, Bobby Lashley are all... Uh, all bound for the WWE, I guess, NXT first. Uh, EC3 was at the NXT, uh, whatever show it was called, uh, before the Rumble. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm pumped for it personally. I know Borash was like probably, in a sense, their biggest loss just because of all he did there. He was a backstage agent. He yeah. was commentary. He was a, a interviewer. He was a big proponent. And I think he contributed a lot of creative to the Broken Matt Hardy stuff, which was their biggest thing for however many years it, it kept them going when nothing feasibly <laughs> yeah. uh, should have um, so. even Carter the third isn't that great of a worker from all I know I haven't watched TNA in a long time but I have kept up with it throughout the years and uh, you know he's very charismatic he's a great promo still one of my favorite segments is when he was on NXT as Derek Maitman and him and Daniel Bryan had to do the guessing game where like you have to guess what your mentor's thinking, right? But so he was previously on X- NXT and yeah. went to Impact, and then yes, yeah. now because um, they let him go. And him and Daniel basically just did this thing, and it was hilarious. He has tons of charisma. Um, Bobby Lashley has improved ten times <laughs> since he left. Exactly him. ten oh, times. <laughs> he's he's really good now. So I'm pumped. Excellent. Yeah, I. I've watched uh, this much Impact, and I'm holding up a, a big zero. Uh, so all I hear is these names that I continuously hear as someone who should get the hell out of Impact. Usually anytime I'm listening to anything wrestling-related, it's just like, well, that guy should leave. Like that guy's contract's <laughs> about to be up. He should leave. They're already all gone by this yeah. point. The only other guy I would say is, like, James Storm. Uh, apparently, uh, what's his name here? Uh, Scott D- D'Amour uh, was interviewed and asked about each of the three of them leaving and kind of had his uh, his words on it. You know, kind of a class act, didn't really say anything one way or the other. Uh, but he did mention that EC3's contract was was not done uh, and they actually finagled it so he could, he could leave early. That's what he wanted. And don't, no reason to burn bridges with anyone if you're Impact Wrestling. Um, I, I don't know... Go with God, Impact Wrestling. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're gonna do. They'll they'll introduce something. They'll be like, "Hey, so and so is here now," and they're there for like two episodes, and the creative completely changes, and that person leaves the company, and it's just, it's whatever. It's catch as catch can. They're, uh, it's tough. 
to be fair, they are actually headed into a better direction. Now. Sure. They seem to, obviously, since they moved to Canada, everything's kind of going a little bit more smoothly there. Last I heard, they're moving back. Oh, I can't. This is, this is, this is, this is this, again, it's it was, like, it was hey, things are looking up for impact. And it's just like, um, no. But from everything I read, they're trying to become more of a like a hardcore wrestling-oriented show uh, akin to <laughs> old-school ECW, and that's the kind of market. Because they realize after how, like... 18 years that they yeah. can't compete with WWE. The thing that's so crazy is like like Ring Honor and, and New Japan is kind of its, its own bit. Like it's, yeah. it's a direct competitor. They're, they're kind of doing the same thing WWE is doing and you either like it more or you don't. Impact was going after exactly what WWE was, which a lot of like Mark fans are not a fan of anyways. Yeah. So why not try something against the grain? Why not try an ECW style approach? Why not put some barbed wire around a garbage can and throw it into someone's head? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Give me hardcore title 24-7. I'm done. Yeah. I'll watch. Fighting in a ball pit. <laughs> a good You're a crash holly mark, aren't you? Oh, man. <laughs> those, those, those were the days. Those were the days where you, you could actually just watch it, and it was just good fun. I mean, Jerry Jerry Briscoe pinning Pat Patterson and putting a finger on his chest sleeping while, while he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Or uh, when the guy's getting his tooth filled at the dentist and he gets yeah. pinned. Just good stuff. <laughs> You have your shoulders down. Uh, so, speaking of uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor, of course, uh, Dave Meltzer, you know, when asked, is Ring of Honor, like, at the point where they can start selling 10,000-seat arenas and kind of really going after the throat, uh, he was like, no way in hell. We're, we're a few years off. Cody Rhodes took that as a personal challenge uh, and decided, uh, hey, you know what? We uh, we think we are there. Oh, Andrew's getting food delivered. That's... Hello. That's just kind of the man Andrew the, is. The loudest, the loudest <laughs> bag you've ever heard. <laughs> Perfect. Ooh, a peach tea. Look at you. Oh, peach juice is fantastic. Uh, Cody Rhodes took that as a personal challenge, and him and the Young Bucks are basically going to self-promote and pay for uh, the all-in show. Um, and lots of rumors surrounding this thing. I haven't been following it all that closely, but they are going to try to sell out a 10,000-seat arena. Uh, I believe Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes is the main event for the Ring of Honor title. Um, I think it's really neat that Ring of Honor and New Japan is really open to their uh, talent doing things like this and kind of. Oh, they have an open relationship. Yeah. It's it's very neat. Uh, it's something that would a million years I, wouldn't happen. I think WWE. Cody has taken that out of context. So I think when the person asked, "Can Ring of Honor fill out ten thousand seats?" I don't think he was asking one time. I think he yeah. met on a weekly basis, like WWE. Does. WWE can barely do that. They, yeah, and they can fucking <laughs> not do it. So what? Like, Ring of Honor... They got SmackDown Live so they can only film from one yeah. angle because it's freaking empty. And as uh, kind of contrary to what you said earlier, Ring of Honor isn't necessarily kind of what WWE is. It's a very wrestling-oriented... You don't see backstage segments with, uh, like, stories unfolding and characters doing all these wild things. And, you know, you've got Braun Strowman's or Undertaker's or weird shit. It's very much just people come out and they fucking wrestle. Like they that. fuck and wrestle. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously, there's gonna be run-ins and betrayals and everything, but very minimal story, very wrestling heavy product because that's the kind of niche they're in. Um, and the, unfortunately, that is an appeal to uh, a casual audience, and it's not gonna fill out ten thousand seats every week. Yeah. Is it going to sell all the ten thousand seats for this one show? Absolutely, probably in five minutes. They they did those uh, those New Japan shows in California. Uh, the, the beginning of last year, I think it was, and they sold out 
easily. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd was huge, and I think it was a six six thousand seats. Yeah, maybe? They're, they're pushing um, for like ten, fifteen for the next one. Yeah, those are in, insanely popular, and, and they, they can hot, do more than that. It was um, a hot crowd for yeah. like three hours. That's it's tough on the talent to you know. Well, I mean, WWE I guess does it all the time, but it's tough on the talent to fly out for that little bit and then go back and keep working with the wrestlers. Is what they do. Um, so all all the best to them. Uh, there was rumors for a long time that like Daniel Bryan was going to wrestle on this show, or they'd get CM Punk or something. Dumb. It sounds like they're swinging for the fences, and if they, they can't. Yeah, uh, the Bullet Club asked Hogan to come out. With him. I was gonna say, like, if you're ever gonna ask Hulk Hogan, like, yeah. just to have him show up and. But unless he's Hogan's got no contract, <laughs> he's, he's not doing. It right now. Unless someone's doing the job, though, Hogan ain't dropping for no one, buddy, brother. Uh, Hulk Hogan on Twitter is like just a descent into like the saddest man, who's like he, him and uh, who's it, Virgil on Twitter. No, <laughs> Virgil's like... hilarious because he's just, he's still trying to sell his fucking T-shirts outside of Toys R Us. Oh man, <laughs> the best. Uh, so we do have uh, Dave Meltzer's supposed WrestleMania card to run down, but we'll save that until after we talk about Rumble, Raw, and SmackDown to get a better picture of where things are currently. Uh, I tuned into the Rumble. I watched the tag match between the Usos and, oh boy. Uh, Gable and Benjamin. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that was a good match. The Usos' heels is great every time I've seen them. Usos are the best tag team in WWE right now, bar none. It would be the revival, but they don't give them a chance. Bar none. <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> It's hard to like the bar when they wrestle fucking Seth Rollins every week. By, by himself. <laughs> yeah. Every fucking week. I mean, that's WWE for you. Uh, yeah, Seth Rollins. How the mighty have fallen. I don't, I don't well, know what hurt. else to say. He's hurt. Jason Jordan's hurt. Like, well, he had surgery. Jason Jordan had surgery. Jordan, yeah. He just had an extra. He couldn't open his hands. Yeah. He couldn't grip his neck. He couldn't move his neck. And when he stood there, he was on, uh, on Raw. He's standing there, and he's like mechanical. His hands were just... Stiff. He's like... Hey, Kurt. And it was like his hands are out, just stiff like a Ken doll. Yeah. Interesting. Couldn't do anything. Uh, Dean Ambrose is finally hurt. I feel like that guy has had a long time coming, some some time off for for an injury. Uh, so whatever happens, I don't know what... If only you had tons of guys. I, guess, I mean, the Revival can fill in or something like that, but if it's Revival and whoever... They're on Raw, though. The thing is, you don't yeah. have much... Okay. For, yeah, yeah, you don't have yeah. much for face tag teams on Raw. Also, Revival versus Bar is a pre-show match. Any gonna, day of the week. Yeah. Like, I'll, quote, I'll quote Triple H and saying... Uh, heel and face is just a point of view. It shouldn't be. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. Like it, it would be a pre-show match, but it shouldn't be because the bar of the revival are for the best fucking workers. And Sheamus, but Cesaro and yeah. Dash and Dawson are some of the best fucking workers WWE has. And if they gave twenty minutes, they could put out easily the best match. Of the Absolutely, well, it was like last WrestleMania. The best match for my money was Aries versus Neville, and it was on the pre-show match. And it's not even on the DVD. Main card. Uh, <laughs> main card was Shane and AJ for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> woo! When the best match ends up being Shane and AJ, the one that no one's really looking forward to, <laughs> you fucked up. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the Rumble. Uh, so, like I said, I, I watched that tag match, and I'm like, you know, they're, they're going to put the men's Rumble on last. Obviously, they're going to have the the show's going to go out with whoever wins pointing at the sign, and then lo and behold, the second match of the main the main card is yeah. the Rumble match. I'm like, this is great. This even, is going to be done by 8 o'clock and I can get things done. And even more surprising, <laughs> it was actually good. It was really good. Uh, I thought the booking of this Rumble was, is the best I've seen since I've been watching like wrestling in the past 4 or 5 years or whatever it's been. Yeah, I agree. Uh, fr- from the get-go, starting with Rusev and Balor, two guys who are more over than most of the main like the main carters, yep. uh, fighting and, and the crowd's just into it immediately. The no, like, crowd yeah, was okay. into Rusev. Yeah. Are you kidding me? They, they love, were. They love Rusev. They were going fucking. They're still nuts. going crazy. For yeah, him. they're going fucking nuts. Somewhere in between us recording, Rusev got insanely over. Is apparently one of the the top merch 
sellers of of the thing. Uh, I watched all of Total Divas, the most recent. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the to the Miz that's, and Mrs. show. That's, that's the music extent of uh, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I've watched now. more Total Divas than any other wrestling product <laughs> in the last six months. Um, Rusev just comes across like when everyone else is kind of playing up for the camera. Like Lana and, and and Natty are at each other's throats the entire series. Like Natty throws uh, her phone into the ocean. Like cr- things get crazy, but Rusev's just this even keel, super likable goof goofy guy. Uh, there's one episode where he's really upset that Lana is uh, like flaunting it a little too much. He's just like, "You're going out. You're practically naked. This is insane." Lana's also like an insane free spirit, and she's on this farm working in a bathing suit the whole time. There, it's a fun dynamic. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rusev invites his friend over for a barbecue, and Lana leads him into the backyard. Rusev's just grilling completely naked by the pool, just like what? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> he's great. Rusev's uh, Rusev's fantastic. Uh, so I was happy to see those two guys start the match. Um, so, I mean, I can run it down based on what I have written over here, I guess. Um, I would personally say just run down the entrance, and then once we come across an interesting one, we can just discuss it a little bit. This is really confusing because uh, the 30-man match, World Championship match, was uh, contested. Rusev and Finn Balor began the match as the first and second entries, respectively. Uh, Baron Corbin eliminated Rhino, who came in third, but was eliminated by Balor. Uh, this is, you know... Uh, Corbin attacked Balor and Rusev, laid everybody out, uh, and then Heath Led- Slater, who was coming in. What do you have here? Entrance. Oh, that's way, that's way better than what I'm looking scroll, at. Scroll down. Oh, okay. Uh, just the interesting ones. So I would say the first one would be like Andrade. Really? Uh, yeah, he was in at seven. Uh, Elias was in at six. Uh, there, there was a time in this match where there was still a lot of guys in the ring, but the, the booking just at the beginning of like Balor, Rusev, Rhino comes in, Baron takes him out. Baron gets taken out, lays everybody out, and then the Heath Slater, uh, which was a perfect comedy spot for that guy, that he yep. keeps getting laid out outside the ring, uh, which I think eventually resulted in, was it Sheamus? Or who, who threw him back in the ring and then was immediately eliminated? Uh, uh, I forget. Sheamus, it was Sheamus. Yeah. Sheamus finally picks him up and tosses him in the ring. And, Elias uh, did another song uh, before he walked into the ring. Right. It, it, the, the pacing was good. Uh, what, what more can I say? Uh, so after the Elias was in, Bray Wyatt came in eighth. Big E on his own at nine. Forgetting Andrade. Yeah, I said Andrade. He's at number seven. Oh, uh, but the, the, for, the just, fresh champion of yeah, the NXT. Yeah, just for a second, he was really over as well. Uh, yeah. That was the same crowd that probably went to take over the night before. And uh, Corey Meltzer, it is the best men's NXT match in history, which was Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas. Wow. Um, obviously, you agree with him, or you don't. Either way, it's a good fucking match. <laughs> you yeah. should go and watch it. I just want to point out that Andrew's like, I got a small lunch coming, and so far he's eaten a giant chicken wrap, and now he's eating an entire baguette with a giant thing of and chili. chili. <laughs> I need to see what a large, appetizer. A large lunch is. Um, well, a whole pizza. I guess I know what it is. Uh, so at number 10, <laughs> Ty Dillinger's music hits. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are, are backstage beating the living shit out of him, which apparently means you get to take his spot. I didn't know that's how the rumble worked. Uh, I can't wait. You can and you can't. Years past, it's... <laughs> the the um, rules change every year. Sometimes it's one foot touches the ground. Sometimes it's two feet. Sometimes Vince McMahon comes out and tears all of his muscles. Well, and stuff. Yeah. Shawn, Shawn Michaels has introduced the two feet, the, the, the two feet rule. Okay. When he got knocked up and he, his foot skidded on the ground. Yeah. Then came back in and then knocked up British Bulldog. That's what started it. Fair enough. Uh, so after uh, Sheamus, in the, the spot we mentioned, Xavier Woods comes out, uh, which is now, you got two New Day members in there, and they were kind of dominant throughout the match uh, while yeah. they were there. Apollo Crews comes out, remember him? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out, uh, Cesaro's after that, Kofi Kingston, Jinder Mahal, Seth Rollins, Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt had a uh, had a moment, probably setting up a Mania match, I don't know. 
Um, Brady fired. No one really. My choice. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense that our feud's continuing because Bray beat him clean yeah. on the 25th anniversary Raw. So what the fuck? Uh, Roman Reigns eliminated Seth Rollins during like the best use of Roman Reigns in a Rumble I've seen uh, without having him just goddamn win the thing. Uh, there was there was a good moment between the two of them. Uh, Kofi Kingston had his uh, cool moment where he he stood on someone's back and then Big E gave him a plate of pancakes to stand on. Um, <laughs> I've been watching wrestling, so the pancakes thing was kind of really out of left field for me that he would just have a plate of pancakes. But apparently, they've been stuffing pancakes in people's faces you know, it, for a while now. It's weird because a year or two ago at this time, New Day was the most overact on the entire roster. They're they're still very well liked. Oh, yeah. They're well liked, not slowing down. I wouldn't say they're super over though. I uh, think they're too stagnant. They got to change something up. Uh, trust me, they'll add Carmel in the next little bit. That'd be smart. Yeah. Add Carmelo to the New Day. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd sure. Be Don't be surprised. Um, like a like a, like in blackface. <laughs> like like, like it'll be funny. They'll love it. Like like Piper at WrestleMania. <laughs> it's, it's like ooh. Yeah. Uh, um, anyways, John Cena's in at number twenty. The Hurricane is in at number twenty-one. I popped. I popped uh, hard, <laughs> which is great. Uh, John Cena eliminates him. John Cena when he acknowledges the match or acknowledges what's happening. He thankfully didn't do it in a lot of his AJ matches that they did, but when he's like talking to the other person, he's like, look at this, look where we are, look who you are, wow, you're here? It's the worst. He's the worst when he does that. He talks Fucking hate him. He talks too much in general. Well, I'm pretty sure he got uh, 619. He did. And when, he's, and when he's on the ropes with the other person he's talking to, like he just gets hit hanging over the, over the ropes and he looks at him and starts talking to him like, what are you doing, man? Your yeah. camera front. Yeah. I can see everything you're saying. John Cena's bad fit. Uh, Aiden English is in at number 22, who was super over because Rusev had been eliminated at this point. So we were like, okay, Aiden English. Yeah, yeah. part of it. Um, Adam Cole, Bebe comes in. He was over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Randy Orton. Um, Titus O'Neil, The Miz, Rey Mysterio. Pretty, that, that was huge. Pretty interesting. It's like, he looked jacked as hell. Uh, he looked good in the ring. Uh, not, not signing with the WWE as far as you know, just like a one-time thing. But as far as a surprise, uh, that, oh, that's great. That's the way He was racing around there. And at a certain point, like when you're 27 entrants in and it doesn't feel like it, you're like, oh, it's just a good book. It doesn't matter. You're using who you have. You don't need all these guest entrants. You don't need all these gimmicks. You don't need the boogeyman to come out and eat worms. That's a waste of time. Yeah. You have everybody there and they're there for a reason. Uh, and, and even the, the jobber types that you know are eliminated throughout it, it all felt well paced, like it was going somewhere. Uh, Roman Reigns in at number twenty-eight to a hail of booze. Of course. Uh, Gold Dust in at number twenty-nine, and Dolph Ziggler comes in at number thirty. God like, damn who it! Gives the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Dolph Ziggler so much. He's so fucking shitty. <laughs> He's not. If he was, if he was a great wrestler, like if Dolph Ziggler was an AJ Styles level wrestler pulling this shit, you'd be like, oh, thank God, yeah. you get to see some Dolph Ziggler. But instead, he's he's a slightly better Cody Rhodes. That's all he fucking is. He's so hot and cold. He's been pushed. He's been not pushed. He's won the Survivor Series. He's won a title. He's been in the title picture with A, B, and C to fail again and again, and keeps getting these chances. Just enough with this motherfucker already. If he doesn't want to be in the WWE, if he wants to go do terrible stand up comedy, let him. Let him be in WWE movies with the Bludgeon Brothers, whatever the fuck's going on. No, Bludgeon Brothers uh, are awesome. Don't even do that. <laughs> uh, not, no Bludgeon Brothers appeared in the Rumble. I just want to point that out. Yeah, I was kind uh, of bummed. Dolph Ziggler does get eliminated by Finn Balor, who's in the match for a very, very long time. Uh, as memory serves, it does come down to, what was it, Cena, Reigns, Shinsuke, and uh, who's left? Who's left at the very end? 
Oh. There's, there's four. Adam Cole or Andrade, one of those two, I think. Yeah, no. so, someone like that. It that's might have been Andrade. That's the only problem of reading that thing there is it doesn't tell you the, the, the end of the match. Um, did you guys watch the rest of that show, by the way? I watched the Women's Royal Rumble. I, I watched the entire thing. All right. Oh, I'm just going to read the end of this then. Brock obviously retained. Yeah, if you didn't hear. Uh, Balor, Nakamura, Cena, and Reigns were the final four. So it was, it was Balor. Uh, Cena eliminated Balor, who lasted nearly an hour. Uh, rhyming, not intended. Uh, they immediately afterwards fought with Nakamura, who performed a, a Kinshasa on uh, Cena to eliminate him. Uh, Nakamura attacked Reigns, uh, attempted Kinshasa. However, Nakamura seemed like he was trying here more than he has oh. typically. Uh, which is nice. Uh, Reigns countered with a spear. As Reigns attempted to eliminate Nakamura, Nakamura countered, performed a running single leg dropkick on Reigns, and then eliminated Reigns to win the match. Afterward, Renee Young interviewed Nakamura and asked which world championship he want, uh, wanted to challenge for at WrestleMania 24. He called out uh, WWE champion AJ Styles. Uh, didn't really sound like anything because he had the mouth guard and stuff. Uh, and choosing the WWE championship and staying on SmackDown. And every mark in the world cried out in joy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Except so, we've already seen a better version. <laughs> we don't know yet. We, we've seen a really good version. Uh, I, I have no doubt, but WWE's style is just not as good as New Japan's style. I mean, for good reason. WWE tours every week. Yeah. But New Japan just has better fucking matches. That's just the way it is. On, on average. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you have all, all the other matches that, that came after, including the Women's Royal Rumble, which, like I said, because that Rumble was early, I, I, I just got out of Dodge early on that show and went and did something else. Um, was was it? But was impressed by the rumble myself. The women's Royal Rumble. What do you have to say about it? It was uh, better than I expected. It wasn't. I don't think it was bad. I don't. <laughs> I was interested until the fact they, wiped, they they washed it all out with uh, what happened afterwards. So you have Asuka winning the uh, Asuka Asuka Asuka, Asuka uh, <laughs> winning the uh, winning the Royal Rumble, and then uh, Ronda Rousey comes out dressed like Roddy Piper and. Steals her thunder and points that, at the sign? That, that Is that was, what I'm trying to understand? That was Piper's jacket, too. It was actually his yeah, jacket. His, uh, his son showed up, handed her the jacket, and he was actually waiting uh, backstage to grab it from her when she came back. He didn't trust her. <laughs> I want that jacket back. <laughs> um, it's torn from all that pointing he did. So what is... Yeah. <laughs> um, like when Stone Cold like, tore his like, triceps drinking a beer at the WrestleMania or whatever the hell. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think about Ronda Rousey, who has uh, signed a WWE contract and is I'm, here to stay? Look... She's the biggest mainstream star WWE has right now. Like, maybe Brock Lesnar is a bit more, but let's face facts. Asuka and fucking Sasha and Becky and Bailey, they're not bringing in, they're not putting asses nope. in the seats. WWE sells out just by the WWE brand. Ronda will put asses in the seats. How many is to be seen yet? But she's a big fucking star. And what's a better stage of debut than the end of the Royal Rumble? That's all I'm I saying. I mean, this is kind of the end of the road for Ronda Rousey, though, because it's either this works or you are now a failed MMA, you're a Actor. failed actress, you're a failed... Yeah. I mean, do I think Asuka deserved, like, that moment To for be herself? stepped on like that? Yeah, sure. Like... I... <laughs> no, well, that but only... It, this business has always been about money, and Ronda's going to make way more fucking money than Asuka. That only works in a world where she comes out and points at the sign and Asuka just lays her out. That was what should have happened, and then you set up a program for whenever you want. Uh, but the idea that Asuka's standing there, and then she comes up and points at the sign is is really dumb. It was awkward. Well, it should be, she, she pointed to the sign and then tried to shake her hand, and then pointed to the sign again. I was like, what, in good faith? She just won, she just won her rumble, Yeah, and she gets a title The shot, first women's rumble, and mind now you. And you just show up, and you're like, I'm going to be there too, and I didn't yeah. do anything. 
like you've completely you've negated com- what yeah, all yeah, of these you, women have just done. You, you've negated everything, and then not to mention it was just like you should have been more famous, kinda, and then just uh, walked out and pointed at the sign at the end. That's well, the well, you kind of pissed on. Uh, what, so what all, all the the former legends, white female legends, even fought in that match, and it was like. Well, I'm t- I'm gonna I'm to understand that then her and Stephanie were friendly on Raw then uh, whenever or or what something happened to transpired afterwards. Oh, she, she wasn't even there on Raw the next night. It was just it was just her coming up and talking about it. No, what they should have done was let Oscar win. You write down the confetti, give her a whole celebration. You take it off air. Yeah. Then after it's done and Oscar's up the ramp and she's about to leave. That's when Ronda comes out, and they have the stare down, and they do, like, the whole, like, fucking, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you thing. And then it blows up on social media, like, oh, when the camera's turned off, Ronda showed up. That way, you can keep your celebration, your history yeah. of woman, and then you can also have this huge debut. A celebration of woman. Was that the, was that, is that how it went off air? Like, the Women's Rumble was the last thing, or yeah. was it yeah. the Brock yeah, match? It was the okay. last thing. It had her going back up the ramp, and she stood at the top of the ramp, and that's how it ended. Yeah. So, Blech. all in all, I don't think it was the wrong thing to do, but I think they could have did it a better way. Execution was, was yeah. lacking. Um, Execution. So, yeah. My, my thoughts on Ronda Rousey. Um, she's in a combat sport. Uh, she gets sui- borderline suicidal when she loses. She's now in a business that will require her to lose some of the time. Um, she t- tried acting. They dropped her from a bunch of products and anything that she did unfortunately appear in other than playing herself which she was also a bad actress at which is always confusing to me when she's oh, like yeah, the entourage, entourage movie, movie yeah. it's oh. like she's playing herself how entourage, are you a bad actress playing yourself entourage movie is bad in general so i did not i did not mind when uh, when she was in there and it was like if you last two minutes with me she's like i'll go on a date with you so he uh, he's got like a, what, like a separated shoulder or whatever he just walks joke. out he's like he's got a giant smile on his face um but now she's uh, amongst other tough women, or or it's in in a world of make believe in a competitive uh, environment. Right, we need to believe that she can compete with these ladies now because the last thing she did was lose. Uh, but it's not this losing <laughs> shit isn't going to affect her because there are no fucking kayfabe is dead. That's just oh, absolutely. So, uh, like, if you watch everybody... Total Divas, it's like, oh, they're not even trying. Yeah. They're not even trying. They, they the only thing they don't say is I am supposed to lose, but they come real close, just yeah. being like, I don't think Ronda's gonna have a problem with it. I don't think losing in a in a fake wrestling match is gonna hurt her. <laughs> she grew up with wrestling. She knows how it works. Yeah, I don't think that's. Gonna I be guess we'll see. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, how was uh, Braun and uh, Brock and? Uh, Whomever the hell else was in that match? Eh, Kane. Oh, Kane, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wonder who got pinned. That, that, ma- that, ma- <laughs> that match was a write-off. It was probably what you expected. Uh, Kane got pinned, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was, no, I'm going to say for sure Kane, Kane probably was. only in that match, so someone yeah. could take a pin that wasn't Brock or Braun. No. It was, honestly, Even though Braun has been honestly, pinned. It's not that. something we haven't seen 50 times already. All right. It's, it's passable, hey, you I'm get sorry. Your, uh, your, your, your telltale all Brock, the, all Brock the, all the were good, and if this was the first time, I'd be like, oh, "Yeah, this was pretty cool." But wait. seeing it fifty times, I'm I'm so removed. Back to the women's Royal Rumble for a sec. Uh, Tori Wilson. Yeah. Dear God, that woman looks fantastic. So, <laughs> like, me and Andrew were talking about this before, but she like reversed aged since she left. Ah, the puppies. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Let's uh, let's run down Raw and SmackDown because time is of, of the essence. Uh, so I didn't watch either. Uh, so you guys are gonna have to fill in the, the gaps here. As <laughs> I, I, didn't as I yeah, Andrew, it's all you, buddy. Uh, so Roman Reigns defeated Bray Wyatt to qualify for the men's elimination chamber match. 
Uh, and to understand, also, they announced a women's elimination chamber yep. will be happening. Yep. That's not a cross-brand thing. It's only Raw only, right? Uh, it's, it's, uh, elimination chamber is a Raw pay-per-view. Yep. It was SmackDown last year. Whoop-dee-doo! Uh, Finn Balor and Carl Anderson defeat the Revival. Okay. Sure. And that's another... They should, like, why are they just... Why Carl Anderson? It, I'm so torn because I... No, well, I they love... Had, they had them both out there. It was supposed to be a singles match. And then they talked... Uh, Revival said, we don't we don't fight singles. We do, we do tag. So we're choose like two dudes at once. So choose, <laughs> choose choose one of your lame buddies there, and we'll have a tag match. So well, he chose the lame one. Anderson, Anderson is the one. I'm totally torn. Are you kidding me? Carl Anderson's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, I love Anderson and Gallows. If you ever listen to their podcast called Talking Shop, they're the two most hilarious guys in fucking wrestling. They're insanely awesome so I love them to death but the revival is the best fucking take I, I was in stitches get. during that whole we stole your balls biggie uh, storyline so I, I know what you're talking about <laughs> no in the talking <laughs> shop they make it way better like Gallows does this whole Mexican wrestler called Reptile thing it's it's great check it out um, but yeah a little plug there but I think there's better teams like fucking Heath Slater and Rhino that Gallows and Anderson could be beating instead of the revival because if they gave the revival the chance they're the best tag team in the WWE. Obviously, I realize that they just got up and they're a bunch of young guys. There's a long time ahead of them. At any point, could they be pushed up to the moon? But they're so good, I don't think you should hold them back. There it is. You heard it here first. Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali defeated Drew Gulak and Tony Nice. Um, it was more high-flying than usual. You could already sense the change. The, the booking change. Yeah. Uh, Raw General Manager Kurt Angle announced the competitors for the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Okay, holy fuck. <laughs> okay, it was holy the fuck. Worst, it was the worst angle because it shows him before the commercial as he's coming out talking to Alexa Bliss. Yeah. He comes out, talks about it. Hey, you know, and Alexa Bliss is going to defend the championship. Then she comes out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do I have to defend it? And Brock Lesnar doesn't. This is sexist. I'm like, oh, this could get interesting. Two seconds later, this goes nowhere. That was your, that was your first mistake. Like <laughs> thinking it would get interesting. <laughs> it goes absolutely nowhere, and Kurt Kurt did not know what to say. It was just a plain Jane answer, and then he, and he just the, the one uh, the, 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 the script. The one shot he put across, but it was pretty good. Was really because Brock defended his title uh, uh, at the at the Rumble. You haven't defended since October. Ooh, but isn't it his job to make sure she defends it? Aren't yeah. they supposed to defend it? <laughs> Like once a month defend, or they lose it? Yeah, if they don't defend it's it. It's supposed to be once, at once in 60 days or something. So, they can do it at a house show. Technically, yeah. at a house show, they're always defending it. It's five days a week. Uh, so when he... Yeah, that just shows the canon. And he, house shows don't exist. But but yeah, they, yeah. they definitely want... The WWE definitely wants you to know that Brock Lesnar's fighting at house shows and fighting opponents he's never fought before. So does it exist or doesn't it exist? Because yep. <laughs> guess what? The title can and has changed hands at house shows. Yeah, like minutely though. But... That that's definitely something happening in a world where it's make belief and in storyline you're saying she hasn't defended since October. Well, I know for a damn fact she's defended it five times this week at a host show. Anyway, Asuka defeats Bailey, yeah. Jobber Bailey. I I don't know. It was, it was an I don't okay, know if you've heard it. Of it was an okay match, but uh, so what do you expect? Uh, yeah, Bailey. Bailey's just Bailey. Bailey being Bailey. Intercontinental Champion The Miz. <laughs> defeats Apollo Crews to qualify for the men's elimination chamber match. Poor Miz always has to be in these damn elimination chamber matches. He was in last year's and he'll be in this year's too. Uh, Raw tag team champions Cesaro and Sheamus defeat <coughs> Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns via disqualification. After Jason Jordan was the one that interfered. Oh, that guy. But he's injured so I don't know where they're trying to go with this. Unless it's all at work, brother. 
No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not. He's, he's going to be gone for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Nijax defeats Vanessa Floyd, who I can't say I know who that is. That's a 17. job. That's just someone. In yeah, she, yeah. Apparently, she, according to Reddit, uh, she's 17 years old. Oh, and Reddit she's in would high know. <laughs> oh yeah, they know. <laughs> According to me, sitting outside this high school, this is where she goes. Uh, Mickey James defeats Sonya Deville, uh, and then Elias defeats John Cena and Braun Strowman to earn the number six entry position in the men's elimination chamber match. That I'm to understand that John Cena is going to weasel his way into that chamber match still, anyways. Probably. He's going to point at the sign and he's they're been, going to let him in. He's been pinned ten times in the past few months, apparently. Yeah, I mean, once uh, you start John pinning C- him, just John, keep pinning him. Yeah, a John Cena <laughs> loss doesn't mean anything anymore. Nope. I'm just glad that Elias is actually getting, like, the, the heel push that he deserves. <laughs> At first, yeah. in NXT, he was, actually uh, like, very boring. But the minute they, they called him up, something... He's super they, over. They, they lit a fire, because, yeah, he's over. He's uh, he's really good at chewing the fat. Like, he's while he's singing, restarting the song, or stopping... Or making people hate the shit out of him. The fact, the fact he's a good heel. That's he's all a classic heel. Yeah, that like on the on the spot he, he pulls out. You know what WWE stands for, right? And then everyone yells, "Walk with Elias!" I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, so moving over to SmackDown, Daniel Bryan reveals the first ever SmackDown Live top ten superstars list. Week. It was a weak list. That was weak. Okay. It Ooh. was half half of it was like pre predetermined. There was there was no actually like. Fan, fan voting in it? Oh, I thought it was Daniel Bryan's list. Is no? it Daniel, well, His it, list was at number was... 10, Ty Dillinger. How clever of you. <laughs> number 9, Randy Orton. Number 8, Becky Lynch. Number 7, SmackDown Tag Champions, The Usos. Number 6, The New Day, also a tag what? team, which is one step above the Tag Champions, The Usos. That makes no sense. Number 5, United States Champion, Bobby Roode. Number 4, Naomi. Number three, Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> number two, SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. And number one, WWE Champion, AJ. You, you gave me the pause. I did not take it. Yeah. <laughs> Naomi. <clears throat> like, okay. Well, and she did some stupid promo before and after commercials for the mixed tag. Yeah. Because they were facing off against uh, Goldust and Mandy Rose. And it's like Uso, Uso says his thing, and then she jumps in with Feel the Glow, and then it cuts back to Uso, and he, finish, he finishes it off. And then he, uh, he goes, oh, sorry, she goes towards the camera and, like, just sticks her tongue out like she's freaking, uh, like, a kiss. My, just... Miley Cyrus. Like, it was weird. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell she's doing. She, uh, she... Well, she can enjoy number four for now, because once Ronda Rousey's actually fighting, I guess. Well, okay, so Asuka is on Raw. She she's... will fight Alexa. No. At... Uh, she will fight whomever is champion. Just because we don't have time for the predicted WrestleMania match. Oh, we do. Announcer. We do. Um... <laughs> The plan is Nia versus Alexa, and then because they have, they said Oscar can challenge SmackDown or Raw. Uh, she's going Charlotte. Yeah, she's going Charlotte because that's just going to be a better match. And then Rousey's Alexa just, and Nia you know, aren't gimmick match. Yeah. Well, Rousey's doing Stephanie McMahon. Alexa yeah, and Nia, Alexa and Nia aren't good fucking workers. So put Charlotte and Oscar together it makes way more sense. They're going to have a better match. Another one going the pre-show. Oh yeah, well, Rock, uh, Rocket, Rock and Rousey versus Triple H and stuff. Here it says this is the official WWE quick hits. Uh, breakdown, by the way. Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan have a tense altercation. That's on the bullet points of the Bryan, major things that happened. Bryan, Bryan sounded like he was super heel there for a second. He's off and on heel. Because that, that was the thing where he was like, uh, they started chanting Rusev Day, and he says something like to the crowd, like, yeah, I heard you. And then Bryan shoots back, because he puts down Bryan, and then Bryan just shoots back and uses his exact line against him. Because the crowd is like cheering yes, and he's like, oh, did you hear that? 
No fucks given. Daniel Bryan is the best. Daniel Bryan <laughs> doesn't give a shit. Uh, Charlotte Fair defeats Liv Morgan. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers defeat local competitors. Uh, SmackDown Tag Champions, the Usos, laid down the Uso Street Code. United States Champion Bobby Roode ver- defeated Rusev. Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable defeated The Ascension. Daniel Bryan announced a triple threat match for the WWE title at WWE Fastlane after Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn ended in a no contest. Which later became a four-way, Andrew says. Yeah, it was apparently on Twitter. That uh, Shane McMahon, I don't know, I don't know. Shane McMahon said, we're going to make it a fatal four-way. I'm like, all right, cool. But hell yeah, Bludgeon Brothers being jobbers <laughs> again. The best thing every fucking week. Elevate them. Uh, so Harper, uh, Dave Rome. Meltzer, who uh, has somebody on the inside telling him what's going on. We don't know who it is. Probably Heath Slater. Uh, no, they wouldn't tell Heath Slater shit. No, apparently people <laughs> for the longest time thought it was either Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. It's got to be someone... Uh, those two guys, I think, are too fresh, no? Is no, he, it's probably some production. You think he, he, it, no, he got to them? It's probably just some fucking camera guy that just hears this shit. Or it's intentionally leaked to him. To gauge interest. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, anyways, Big Dick Dave has something to say about <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, so right now, the card, he has, uh, he has he has ten things on it. And we, we're running out of time here, so we'll go real quick. Uh, WWE Universal Champion match, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is still apparently going to be a thing. WWE Championship match, or a.k.a. the good championship match. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Undertaker versus John Cena is still rumored. Ronda Rousey and To Be Determined versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. I've heard The Rock. If not The Rock, I've heard Kurt Angle. Um, he, can't, he can't wrestle. He, yeah, he, he cannot wrestle. He's, well, he can. He's just not good at it anymore. Yeah. Uh, he's old. Raw Women's Champion match. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. SmackDown Women's Champion match. Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Uh... We have Intercontinental Championship match, The Miz versus Braun Strowman. Sure. You can put it on Braun Strowman in that match. The only thing is, is I can you believe Braun Strowman going over The Miz? Absolutely. So there has to be a little gimmicky here to make it seem like he earned it. Otherwise, it's just a squash match at it Mania? Should, no, it should be a squash match at Mania. A squash match. It, no, it, it popped the crowd. it get a good feeling going. Open with that. Yeah. Miz comes out. 30 with, seconds. Miz comes out with an extravagant entrance and he acts super cocky. Braun comes out. Boom. One, two, three. Crowd pops. And we'll see Braun Strowman tomorrow night on Raw. To go back, sorry, apparently uh, the fatal, uh, last member of the Fatal 4-Way is going to be determined on next week's match. Rusev. Wait, probably, is Rusev on SmackDown? Honestly, it's probably going to be Rusev. Yeah, it should be Rusev. Yeah. You mean. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Jason Jordan, which both guys are dying. Uh, so I don't see how that match happens. Uh, also, who the fuck cares about that match that's what happened to seth rollins <laughs> um, the andre the giant battle royale memorial and then possibly a second battle royale maybe for the ladies uh fit everybody in very par for the course battle royales suck yep um especially when i'm drinking a, a gronkowski energy drink right now actually so mm-hmm. hopefully he makes another appearance uh this time with one less ring than he would have likely had. Uh, <laughs> sick burn. Uh, that's it. So what? A, <laughs> I don't get why they have to have such. Like, if you go back and watch WrestleMania X Seven, yeah, Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. You know what their feud was about? It was. It happened a week before WrestleMania happened. It was about who was the best technical wrestler. <laughs> what a great fucking story! Yeah, but the, the seventeen match was also Chris Jericho, and he lost both titles. Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. It was and Chris Jericho. No, he, I, I'm like you can fact check. That. I, watched, <laughs> I watched. I watched the review yesterday. Chris, held, Chris I, Jericho I, wrestled William Regal. I guarantee you. I bet you a hundred dollars. Uh, 
At this point in the bullet points, it just says that Andrew and Reed have an alter, a tense altercation. <laughs> oh, wait, is that is it Houston or is that Anaheim? WrestleMania X7. Yeah, is that in Houston or is that in Anaheim? X7. Okay, I'm talking about Anaheim, never mind. Okay, so you're not that, talking about Oh, so okay. that's... Uh, that's 18 or 19. That's 16. Anyways, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, you can contact the show <laughs> turnbasedattack.com, at turnbasedattack on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Guess what? Slash turnbasedattack. Uh, submit your questions, comments, inquiries, anything you want us to talk about because we're going to try to get the show going a little more regularly now that we have a, a quick place to record it. Uh, so that's it for the show this week. That's Sultans of Slam. Uh, hopefully, you know, this will encourage me to watch some more wrestling. I highly doubt it. But if you need to know anything about that, uh, Mr. What was it? Ms. and Mrs. Uh, reality show that's coming oh out. God, uh, I love the hell out of Marie. She's crazy uh, in a good way. So She's crazy hot. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy hot. Uh, so that's all. <laughs> the slam. Slam and welcome to the town. Come on and slam.